1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the only two-time PWG Battle of Los Angeles Champion, King Ricochet. And you are listening to Busted Wide Open Podcast.
0: You're listening to the Busted Wide Open Podcast. Dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling. With your hosts, Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous. Coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome back to the Busted Wide Open Podcast, but if this is your first time joining the show, I'd like to welcome you to our patron mailbag series. This is episode number 13. My name is Nick Howell. And I am
1: Sir Ian Dangerous, and I am excited once again to be here and answering the questions from you out there, you who have joined us on patreon.com forward slash BWO and joined up to give us your hard-earned money to support this show and all that we do. And we thank you so much for that if you are one of our patrons and you are supporting this show. Uh, And if you are not signed up yet, it's never too late. You can go sign up right now and you can have your questions answered on this very show as well. We do this every week uh saturdays live after our regular saturday show which usually ends about give or take right around uh 2 p.m pacific and 5 eastern so uh nick anything we got to tell them about before we hop right in and get some of these questions
0: yeah, those, you guys watching this show you know where to find us. But in case you stumbled across this one on the YouTubes, you can head over to Facebook.com and uh, just search for Busted Wide Open. Like our page and send us a join request to get into the BWO discussion group with the rest of the phenomenal ones. That's where we all hang out. And you'll find link a link to our Discord server uh, community st- uh, stuck to the top of the section. If you're watching us here on YouTube, you can find links to all this stuff down in the description below. And you all can also follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at BWO Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube at youtube.com slash busted wide open. Make sure you jingle that little bell as well so you get notified anytime we put up new content or go live. So you can hang out in the live chat as we do all of the shows. But Ian, this show is all about the mailbag. It's all about the questions. And it's all about the patrons and their questions that they send in to us every single week. So let's not waste any more time uh, waxing poetic about ourselves. Let's just answer the questions. Let's answer some questions. Yeah. First up, Brandon asks us, hope you guys had a good New Year's. I absolutely did, Brandon. Thank you very much. Uh, Hope you did as well. Ian, how was your New New Year's before we get started?
1: You did did
0: two double shifts, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: yes, I actually one of my bars is an Irish bar, and because for us 4 p.m. is midnight in Ireland, uh, we had a, a midnight New Year's Eve party there, and so that was the bar was packed, and I got my butt kicked there, and I had to be there for a few hours and handle all that nonsense, and then I left there and went straight to my other bar, which is downtown Los Angeles, which got just absolutely jam packed, and uh, had absolute insanity, some of our highest numbers we've ever rung. And got my ass kicked down there for another eight hours. So yeah, I did about uh, I did about fourteen hours straight, give or take, of just wow. straight straight getting my butt kicked on wow. New Year's. So yeah, y'all had some parties. I don't party on New Year's. I make money, and uh, I made some money that night. Yes, but, sir. Uh, but I'm I'm still I'm still a little sore. I'm still yeah. a little sore from it.
0: Ugh. Happy New Year, everyone! It is 2020 now. It still feels weird to say that we. Uh trudge forth into a brand new decade. And uh holy smokes, it's it's shaping up to be a big one, especially for wrestling fans. Uh looking at the birth of AEW uh going in with we, we've got Wrestle Kingdom going on this weekend as well. So we are and we're getting ready to hit Royal Rumble in the road to WrestleMania. So here we go, guys. A brand new year, a brand new thing, and uh Hang tight, because we got some new stuff coming for you as well that uh, as we get through the first half of this year, you guys are going to start to see take some really good shape. So, uh, first up, Brandon, thank you very much. Uh, what are your five improvements that you would like to see for WWE, New Japan, AEW, and NXT? Thank you, guys. May 2020 be a great year for you guys. Um, do we doing five for each, or do we let's do just, one let, for
1: each? Yeah, rip, rip, rip through some things that we want to imp- see. Okay, yeah. let's go. WWE, some things we want to see them improve. Um, you know, for me, always, always, always consistency in storylines, not right. letting things fall through the cracks. Um, I know it's really tough with just the cycle, the way that they actually have structured their creative. There, it's really hard for them to not uh, fly by the seat of their pants a little bit and let things fall through the cracks. But I mean, it's important. You know, I'm, on on movie sets, you have someone that's like like a script supervisor, yeah. right? And they're there to if if anyone is going out there and they're wearing, you know the wrong jacket or it, it's the you know, hey, before this you know you were hit in the eye, you got to make sure that they have the makeup on uh, for getting hit in the eye. Whatever it is, there's someone there to make sure that con- the consistency and continuity is, is kept. Um, and I think there needs to be some of that in WWE where someone someone's got to have a hold on the big picture and unfortunately, there's only one guy that does, and that's Vince McMahon. Yep. and he doesn't give a crap about his overall picture. Uh, if on the day something better comes along or is a better idea, so I'd like to see that change. Do I think it will? And new.
0: So WWE Inew. needs to hire some scripties. Is basically what you're saying.
1: Well, th- what I'm saying is, is like, what they they've got so many people writing there. Like, yeah. the, from what we hear, it's like an army of people writing, both on the road and back in Connecticut. Um, the problem is, is that it's a you, from what I from what you hear, time and time and time again from people who work in WWE is you have a whole bunch of hands and some of them are washing each other and some of them are doing other things, but not all of them are connected to the head. Then there's a bunch of heads and then there's a bunch of people above the heads. Like there's just so many levels. There's all these things. It's hard to know who to talk to about what things, at what point you need to cut through some red tape, where you go when you do that. It's just, it's kind of a Byzantine creative structure that leads to chaos, so there needs to be some, I, I think, some, some serious restructuring in how they, in how they handle their, their creative. But I don't even know if they know where to start with that. And we yeah. certainly don't because we don't know all the ins and outs of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's one. Uh, can you think of anything off the top of your head you want to see improved in WWE?
0: It, it's mostly storyline. Um, uh, I, would, I, would I would augment what you said just with long-term booking. Um, those things that they're doing with Bray Wyatt right now are about the best example that I can think of, where they're they're doing this long term. Coming out of media uh, last year, we got all of our face wins, and then it was kind of like, okay, now what? We weren't really sure what to do with ourselves, and then this Firefly Funhouse thing popped up. We started seeing puppets everywhere, and it went that far back, all the way up to last for the first night. Of summer. Yeah, last night even. Yeah, like all this. This has been a year, almost a year long thing that's been going on and it's kind of just getting started this could go for years that's they, the kind of stuff they, i invest in
1: they fell out of their pants a couple of times a little early i think yeah. on it but and yeah, i think they
0: it's... might have learned that lesson but we're, we're we're reaping a little bit of rewards uh with bray in particular like we're, we're we've pulled back a little bit on it we're seeing it start to intermingle with other things not just be about getting to a title match as soon as possible So, we'll see. Uh, Inevitably, it's going to be something crazy with The Fiend at WrestleMania. I can't wait to see The Fiend's entrance at WrestleMania. But at the same time, I like long-term... I like long storylines. I like when we had Stone Cold and The Rock, the intermixing with the McMahons, and that whole big thing that swirled for years, two to three years, uh, was fantastic. Uh, That kind of stuff is what I really like. And the fact that I invest my time, hours upon hours every single week to be able to say, oh, I know why that happened. And I think that's one of the big things that long-term storytelling comes into play with there. Um, what about for New Japan, Ian? What, what, what's something you'd like to see for New Japan to improve upon?
1: Their their junior division, I think, is really strong, but their tag division always seems to fall by the wayside. And I feel like they got to do a lot of work with their consistency of their tag division. Um, the story's there. They, it always seems to be a little weak, and I think going into Wrestle Kingdom, that was the case as well, wow. where you have all the talent in the world, but just a little bit weak. And it's crazy to think of New Japan as having a weak tag division because you've had so many legendary tag teams over the years.
0: They also got gutted over the last few I, years.
1: I know, you just took the words out of my mouth. They absolutely got gutted recently. Um,
0: War le- Machine, beginning of last Luke year, and Ga- uh, Gallows and Anderson, um, Elite, the Elite Young Bucks, yeah. Young yeah. Bucks. yeah. So, um, but, the, you know,
1: but again, hey, rehab is rehab and they got to get their tag division back uh, because they've really got, they don't have a lot there right now at all.
0: It's really just and the rules.
1: There's, and their stories haven't been that great with it either. So um, that's definitely a big one. Aside from that, I don't really have a whole lot of complaints about New Japan. I would like to see them make their web service a little bit more intuitive. It still feels like it's about a decade old, the uh, interface on uh, New Japan, their 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 app and uh I'd like to see their app be available more places.
0: Yeah, access. I'd like to I'm fine with the layout of it. It's it, make it more accessible. Give me an Xbox app. Give me an Apple TV app. You know, make yeah. it give make it available in more places than just it, it, the Fire Stick.
1: PlayStation if, if it must be something cuz obviously, sure. you know, Japanese company, fine. Whatever it is, make it make it available uh, for more people. Make more inroads. I mean, to me that seems like a no-brainer. You have the the app, you have the content. Just make a portal that more people can access it through, and because right now, frankly, you know, I've got it on the Fire TV Fire Stick t- thing, and it's fine, but it's also a really clunky app. Um, and I've got to re-sign in every time if I don't watch it for more than a week. It logs me out, kicks me out, which is ridiculous. So just little little you know quality of life things like that with their uh, with their streaming service. Uh, would be nice. Plus, having it in more places. I think that Japan has a lot of opportunities to make inroads into the U.S. market. But, you know, they've, they've got an incredible commentating team that's really good for new people. If yeah. you've never watched what's going on, Kevin Kelly is just an absolute master. They don't show recaps. And, the, and a lot of people were pointing this out last night when we were watching Wrestle Kingdom. They don't do these huge recap packages like WWE. You get a couple of promos, maybe, and then you have. The entire entrance, they're coming in for Kevin Kelly to give you the history of what's going on. And he's goddamn brilliant at it. He gives you the stakes by the time they get to the ring.
0: So they do do the replays. They don't do the packages. They don't do them in the middle of matches and while their entrances are happening. And I love that about them. I want to see the entrance. I don't want to watch a package. A video package while somebody else is is entering. Yeah. I want to see Evil's entrance. I want to see Marty Skrull's entrance. I want to see Ken, uh, Okada's entrance. Oh my God, that Okada entrance last night. By the way, just Jesus, Christ. holy crap, that Okada. We didn't even entrance talk about that. But I, we'll oh. do that. We'll do that on our recap show, Wrestle Kingdom recap show. Anyway, oh. uh, the one thing I I would echo the tag team thing, and I would also uh, the one thing that I have a mild concern about is more of the future of the heavyweight division for New Japan. Like, what's past. What's after Okada and Naito? What? That's like the
1: healthiest division they have. They've got so many guys lined up. You got four guys that could have that could. You got four guys that believably could have been the double champ. I agree with four. That's a huge. I'm, I'm
0: I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about a year from now, two years from now. What happens when Okada and Naito inevitably move on?
1: I think, well, Naito is the oldest one. He's the closest to moving on of all of them, which is, I think, why he's getting his love right now, and then he's going to start moving down the card. Um, But, you know, you've got, between Ibushi Okada and Jay White alone, you know, not talking about Tanahashi, who's kind of on the downswing on the backside of his career, not talking about Naito, who I think is just about to get to that point where he's going to have his final big moment and then, you know, we'll start the slow, gradual decline. Um, You've got a lot of guys who are on the up and up, right now, um, who are lower down, who could, who could step up into the heavyweight division. You've got guys that are young. One of the most promising classes of young Lions I've seen in a long time. And guys who are out an excursion right now, uh, Shoto is going to come back as like he's already making himself out to be the new Tanahashi.
0: And the guys at L- LA Dojo right now uh, that we saw last night in the tag match. Yeah. Holy Juice smokes. Robinson.
1: I mean, you've got so many guys who could step up into that top of the heavyweight division. Like, they are stacked. They don't need to worry about their heavyweight division, junior heavyweight maybe, especially if Osprey goes heavyweight. Another guy who could be and a major heavyweight guys, uh, Shingo's now heavyweight as well. Yeah. Again, their heavyweight division is stacked. There's, okay. so, there's, it's so Fair stacked. Point. It's so stacked. Ibushi doesn't even, uh, sorry, Ishii doesn't even have a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Suzuki here, doesn't have a match at Wrestle Kingdom. They were both both in tag matches for God's sake.
0: So here, hang on, New Japan, Mark. Here are my question. My question is, Is most of New Japan has basically orbited around Okada and Bullet Club for the last five years? Three to five yeah. years?
1: Yes, Okada's what, been,
0: been the man. What does post-Okada, post-Bullet Club look like in New Japan? That's That's almost a bonus episode I'm asking myself. What does that world look like? Is it still as prominent and relevant... Outside of Japan, as Bullet Club and Okada have really well, put it on still, the map in the last clear, few years,
1: it's it's still it's still Bullet Club. Kenta is uh, your <sighs> never open weight champion. He's Bullet Club. Jay White, up until last night, was your IC champion, and frankly, he's going to be a thorn in everybody's side for years to come because obviously Gato believes in him, um, and the fact that he's not the double champ is is, is a relief. But don't think that he's not a part of the main event scene. Uh, what does a post Okada world look like? I don't. Is, I don't. Is it post Okada yet? The dude just beat Ibushi in a knockdown, dragout brawl last night.
0: That's what I'm asking. Uh, I'm not asking like, about like the current events. I'm asking about the future of, of New Japan. Do we see an intermingling with AEW in order yes. to bring that to the U.S. And that was going to be my next thing about AEW. I'll go ahead and just transition into Let's that. Let's Go
1: to AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My
0: AEW one is is my biggest hope. Biggest improvement is that. I, I don't know if they've maxed out, but we've now seen three straight months of every week around eight hundred to nine hundred thousand numbers. That's a plateau. That's not growing. Yep. So right. you've got to do you've got to look outside the box. You've got to stagger women. That's a weird time of
1: year. Weird time of year. But, it is. Yep, you've got, got
0: baseball it. playoffs and football playoffs and all of that stuff happening. I, I kinda wanna see what Q one of twenty twenty looks like with none of exactly. that stuff going on, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, curious, skeptically optimistic about that. But how do they get over that hump of the million? How do they, they got close this week because NXT didn't really have a show show. Um, but at the same time, how do they consistently get into that million-plus mark now that they've got a wide-open market on Wednesday nights, Monday Night Raw on one end and Friday Night SmackDown on the other? You, can, you own the week if you can do Tuesday night AEW Dark and Wednesday night Dynamite. Why are they not getting bigger numbers? I think that's what they've got to figure out. I think bringing in some international talent like some th- more people from Mexico, more people from Japan, things like that could help expand that even more. I don't think the trick here is bringing names from WWE in that people are going to recognize. I Not think necessarily, that, no. That, that's a diminishing return that's going to run no. out. But
1: I think it would it will be only beneficial to AEW and to New Japan to have a working relationship, especially now that Ring of Honor is on the downswing, yep. uh, and New Japan is kind of severing its relationship with them. Um, so I think that this could be a really good thing for them. That's one thing they need to improve. Obviously, the women's division they need to improve the women's division. Just that's, I think that's a gimme.
0: They'll find uh, it. I I trust them. You know, they'll figure yeah. it out. Um, and then with
1: them, like, it, it's still in a point where I don't want to really critique or criticize them because because I know it's a lot of them finding their footing. And there's, I feel like there's some stories or character work that they're doing that is a long-term game. And I'm looking at it through the eyes of someone who's been watching WWE. And they are very WWE-ish. AEW is the most WWE program out there that's not WWE. Much more so than Impact. Much more so than Ring of Honor. Um, And I'm trying to look at it through the lens of people who have been raised on Gato booking. Uh, And are looking at the long-term and looking at long-term character development and trying to say, okay, hold on. I'm going to wait and see what they do with this. I trust them to develop these characters more than I trust WWE, which, as I said, their critique over there is they don't take their time. They don't... They're not good at telling long-term stories because they screwed up a lot of the time. They lose their focus or something else comes along and Vince goes, shiny! And then, you know, wants to do that instead. So... With AEW, like, I'm not going to come down on to them too hard about feeling like they're a little directionless with some of their stories because I feel like there's a direction we're not seeing yet. Darby Allen's a great example. Sean Spears. I feel like they're going somewhere with them. We just haven't figured out where that is yet. I may be wrong. A year from now, I may come back and be like, man, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. But right now, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So
0: Here's a, here's a um, theory crafting question for you. Would Okada walking into AEW by surprise one day, be as big as Jericho walking in to New Japan turnout? Would that turn out to be as big for AEW as it has been for bringing Jericho to New Japan?
1: It'd be more like Jericho walking into WWE back in the 90s. Um, Just a huge star from another promotion um, who not everyone may know, but it's actually kind of a big deal. I think it would actually be bigger than that in some senses um, and not as big in others, but but, uh, but do you think the about-
0: American AEW audience is going to know who Kazuchika Okada is when he walks yes.
1: out? Yes. With- the AEW audience absolutely will Yeah, uh, okay. know who, who Kazuchika freaking Okada is. Uh, that that coin gets dropped, and that roof will come off. <laughs> uh, I have no doubt that they will do it somewhere where they're guaranteed the crowd will know, like if they do it at a Chicago show, for example. Or somewhere else, it's like a you know a hardcore wrestling town, Philadelphia, something like that. Um, L.A. Yeah, well they they haven't come out. They haven't had any plans to come out. They got they got plans to go to England before they got plans to come to the West Coast. Um, Just saying. But uh, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, the AEW and NJPW merger should happen, and when it does, it will be only good for the both of them.
0: Good. Uh, finally, NXT. Uh, what's an improvement there that you think uh, NXT to do? They're
1: in a tough place because I think the number one thing they need is to have a feel that's more like AEW, where like they, a bigger environment, Like they feel just so constricted now in full sail when you watch them versus everything else, especially with the stories they're telling and how, how good a lot of the stories they're telling are. The big issue with NXT uh, is comparatively, when you're flipping back and forth between NXT and AEW, they feel so much smaller yeah. and that might be a bonus in some people's minds where they feel more like, you know, gritty or, yeah, but that's uh, just
0: a wrestling thing, it, you know, it, you but it's, get it's over also that.
1: an illusion because it's a freaking WWE show. Yeah. So they're not really the little gritty mom and pop wrestling thing. That's that's trying to struggling against this big behemoth AEW. That's got the big lights and the flashy stuff and all the crowds. Um, it's a WWE show. It's, the, it's their indie show. It's, it's WWE does 2011 Ring of Honor, um, which is fine. They're doing a great job at it, and it's a fantastic show, but it definitely feels diminished by the space.
0: I want to uh, see Triple H and Shawn Michaels fill up a 15,000-seat arena week to week with NXT. I'm t- I want it to stop getting treated like the bastard redheaded stepchild that it is and treated like a legitimate But they third can't. Brand.
1: They can't. I, I mean, they're, they're not. AEW pulling in five, and, six thousand. Like Raw, and SmackDown can't do it. Raw, SmackDown can't do fourteen, fifteen thousand at every show that they do. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. But you in don't. In the have big to cities, they a, can. But in Chicago, and Pittsburgh, and New York, and you know, you go to the bigger Atlanta, you go to the bigger cities, you can do that. You can get ten k plus. Well, the other problem is, is they have
1: a contract with Full Sail, and they have to stay there. And also, if they if they pull the show out of there, that's a that's you know they're pissing off all of these super hardcore fans. So there's a huge argument for them not to leave full sale and they do go out on tour on the road, you know, and they go to, they go to smaller venues. So they're still out there. I just think they should start filming at those, you know, instead of just going on a tour and just doing house shows, film those suckers, like have those be your shows. And then maybe that's the plan. I don't know. But, uh, there's definitely. I, something I to-
0: love the intimacy of full sail. It makes it the way they light it makes it feel bigger than it is. But there's only about 500 people in there. Yeah, from, from what I understand, and it's you know yes there are the super high, uh, just rabid fans that go to every single show like Kyle uh, and others that we know are there every single show. But I think it's it's doing it. A, what's the word I want to use there? It's kind of a double negative in a way where it's 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 hurting it more than it's helping it.
1: Doing mm, disservice.
0: It, doing it a disservice it's creating the atmosphere that we love but it's not a, it's restricting it from growing constricting yeah. it from yeah, growing. exactly so. that's
1: that's my major issue nxt is like getting most things right that's the one thing that i'm like but how do they fix that
0: the i I'll, oh. I'll do one more for okay. nxt you don't get to do recap shows anymore I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a live production now. You want to do recap shows like this week? You do them on social media, and you put it up on YouTube. You don't oh, get to man. waste a week anymore. Because AEW took
1: a week off. They just didn't even have a show.
0: Okay, that's fine. Do that. You know, but at the same what? time, just t- if you want to take a week off, take a week off and blame it on the holidays. That's fantastic. No. I w- don't I thought it was pre-tape funny. something and use it as it's filler fine. with with superstars coming out to an empty full sale standing in the ring and just cutting promos with their trophies and being like, yeah, it feels cheap and thrown together. Last minute. It, you yeah. know, I just, I, I want it. I want it to be treated like a legitimate wrestling brand. And it feels like it's still just that indie college wrestling show. That's
1: but it's uh, supposed to. It's supposed to feel that way. Cause that's the brand. That's literally the brand they're selling. It's like, Hey, we're the, we're not your, we're not old man. Vince's. We're like the young hip one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it that's feels it's going to take
0: you so far though. Well, anyway, I don't want to go back to that debate. All right. You don't get to do recap shows anymore. That's what I want on your Wednesday sh- programming. I, I want to see say some wrestling. I Pre-tape some matches, show me some stuff. You did it on Christmas. You, and it was still a good show. You cobbled together a whole bunch of d- matches that you had pre-taped and it was still a good show. You can do that. You know? Have Anyways. have
1: like the Super, Super Bowl halftime show that they had last year. Remember that's that, that six pack challenge?
0: Oh oh God. It's insanity. Uh, halftime heat. Yes. I got I hope they do that again. Ooh. So I don't have to watch Lady Gaga or yeah, whatever other oh, bullshit Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga
1: is actually pretty well, good.
0: Her her being on top of the stadium was and pretty then Jumping amazing. off. Like, yeah, that's yeah. come on.
1: Gaga Gaga was a good halftime show.
0: Yeah. I don't want to see Maroon secret, Five. Secret I halftime. don't want them. <laughs> screw Maroon
1: Five. <laughs> F Maroon Five. Lady Gaga. I got love for Lady Gaga.
0: They're doing Maroon. the trade show. They've been doing the trade show circuit for the last ten years, Maroon Five. They, that's oh, how hard God. they're God. struggling. What Uh,
1: the the name is the name is correct? Five maroons. (laughs) Five maroons.
0: All right, we got to go to more than one question here. Uh, Thank you very much, Brandon. That was a good one. Next up, Jacob. uh, What is your go-to match to show non-fans WWE and non-WWE?
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: So to get I don't know that I have one off the top of my head. To get people who aren't into
1: wrestling into wrestling, it used to be. It used to be, um, of all things, hell in a cell. But now I, I think I'm more sophisticated. And I would never show that to someone who doesn't watch wrestling because I don't want them to get the impression that that's what wrestling is because it's not. Um, but on the same tip, I, would actually, I used to show people the... Um, it was actually, holy crap, it was 21 years ago yesterday, uh, Mankind winning the belt for the first time on Monday Night Raw uh, that was, I mean, that's about as pure adrenaline res- wrestling as you get. Um, and actually, I did show that to someone at the, fa- at the time who was a non-fan. My, my pops wasn't really a fan at the time, and that was the match that got him into wrestling, was watching that with me and just being so high. He had no idea who anyone was, but he figured it out real quick. You could figure it out. Um, it's the, also, some of the greatest calls Michael Cole's ever made. Michael Cole was on fire in that match, in case you forgot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that used to be one, but these days that I don't think it's representative of what it is now, and I'd want to show them something that would be like what it is now. Um there's a few Lucha Underground matches which I've shown to people. Um yeah. like Aztec Warfare one. Oh, not Aztec Warfare, um uh Lucha? The, no, Aztec Warfare, the, the Royal Rumble one that they do.
0: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: And like season one, that's a really fun, like, hey, check it. This is what wrestling can be. Um and that's not in WWE because that's it, it, it's you have a little bit of everything in that in that match. You've got high flyers, you've got monsters, you've got uh, Pimpinelli escalata, you know, <laughs> you've got everything in that match. Um, so that's one that I I oftentimes will use. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else i what I've uh,
0: the one I've used recently with someone. It wasn't a particular match, but I, there was a highlight video that was about 10 minutes long of the the Daniel Bryan rise to WrestleMania 30. Yeah. The story of defeating Evolution and going through the gauntlets and all of that stuff. And I, I showed somebody that, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I showed yeah. somebody the shield breakup as well. Dude, I'll uh, uh, show you know, that.
1: Speaking of which, um, a recent WWE match that would be great to show a non fan is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi at WrestleMania. Yeah. That would be a great one because it's easy to understand right away. Um, the match itself is very straightforward. You don't have to know a lot about the guy. Like, There's not a whole lot of nuance to be able to understand it. Um, and it's emotional. It'll get you yep. emotionally invested. So that's another recent WWE one I think would be a really strong one to show someone who doesn't watch wrestling. Yep. So I'll go with those. I'll go with those two just off the top of my, off the top of my head.
0: There's the tropey ones that I show people all the time that aren't really matches, but you know the Stone Cold Beer Truck, Um, the the stunts. Those are stunts, though. Yeah, just stunt stuff. that rock compilations of his promos and things like that, and you know, if if it's a non, I don't, I guess I don't really talk wrestling with a lot of non-wrestling fans, (laughs) if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Do you guys find yourselves in situations where you're having to defend yourself for being a wrestling fan? I do. I do, but I typically just don't. I don't bother. Trying to defend myself. But
1: you know? at the bar, oftentimes, you know, AEW will be on or, or whatever, NXT, whatever is on at the time. Um, and I will find that you will have people that know what it is and I have people that, that don't. And, you know, I there's actually been some people that have asked for recommendations. Uh, well, what should I check out? And it depends on what mood I'm in that day. You know, obviously, the halftime heat would be a great match to show them. Like, that was a br- what a brilliant match to show a bunch of people that might not have ever watched wrestling. Was those six guys just bawling out for for fifteen minutes or whatever it was? Wow. Like, that's a great one. the The five way ladder match, six, five way six way ladder match NXT had, uh, where Adam Cole won the first North American Championship. Where It was like what was it? Adam Cole, Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, Killian Dane. I feel like I'm forgetting someone who's in that match too. Like, Rico- what an insane Ricochet, match!
0: Dream, Dane, uh, Adam Cole,
1: Cole, Lars. Lars. I thought it was someone else, too.
0: Alistair was in there, I think.
1: Was it Alistair? No, he had another match that night. Uh, Anyway, the bottom line is that's another great one uh, because, again, tons of action. They're not going to get bored. Um, The stakes are very obvious. The interactions are obvious. You don't really have to know a lot to understand that match, and it's entertaining as hell.
0: Those yeah, kinds of They're matches. not doing rest holds and arm drags, basically. They're, they're, exactly. <laughs> they're it's jumping not a, off the top ropes not a, and off of ladders.
1: Don't show someone who's never watched wrestling Okada Omega 2. All right. <laughs> an hour long draw. They're not <laughs> they're not gonna get it. Um or or Jesus, don't show them four. Two out of three falls for an hour and fifteen minutes or whatever it was that had so many callbacks and like references to other wrestling matches that were just kind of there. Good God, no!
0: Show them show him the recount series uh, on the Bullet Club from Kevin Kelly. That story, that whole thing. That talk about matches. Talk about matches, matches Nick. I know. I'm talking I'm about things specials. that specials. People in, people invest in wrestling from storyline. I think they they treat it like a yes. soap opera. So it's not a particular match. That but that's I'll, what
1: no. But I'm saying no, Nick. Exactly. I'm saying look for a match that has the storyline already in it. You don't have to show them all that stuff. Gotcha. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like think of a match that has story built in. Where you don't have Kofi, to understand Kofi's any history, right? Kofi, Kofi WrestleMania, probably the best one. Yeah, thirty like thirty seconds of introduction, and you know exactly where you stand. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Is instead of having to like know all the history, you can just walk into the match cold and be like, "Oh, I get it. I get it."
0: Yeah, good question, Jacob. Yeah, that was a really good one. Thank you for that one. Uh, next up, Andy. Once the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles are unified tonight, Woo! what does the future hold for them? Will the holder have an extended run with both, or will he drop one or both quickly? How do you see them being separated eventually?
1: I wonder. You know, it's actually a good question in the sense that if Naito wins, and given his complicated history with the intercontinental belt, does he, does he just he, want to get rid of it? Does he, or does he unify the titles? Does oh. he say this is one belt now? Do they get a new belt and it's a unified intercontinental and heavyweight championship, and then they just hold on to that unified belt for a while?
0: Do you uh, think it's it's New Japan or Gato thinking they've got too many belts with all the never opens and, and no?
1: Because like that? They, they have so many. Like we were just talking about how many guys they have, how yeah. much talent is in the heavyweight division. They actually need more belts. They 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 created the U.S. title because they had too many guys. Uh, and they also well, also that was advertising for the U.S. But
0: they can't get rid of that Intercontinental belt, man. That thing's beautiful, it,
1: and the uh, and the heavyweight one. All their belts are beautiful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I mean I see Naito dropping it by the summer. Yeah. To be honest, one or both, just one, one. I don't. I've
0: Tana dropped the heavyweight to Jay White right away the first six right weeks away. or something, yeah, right? He did he
1: did. <laughs> well, his story that story was over. Yeah. Um. But I guess if Naito wins both belts, his story's kind of over, too. Like, he's he's reached the mountaintop.
0: That's it. It's all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, wild, I don't, man. I, I don't know. I, we'll have to see how things shake out, man. Uh, if it's Okada, I I don't know that they unify them, honestly. I, I think it's a two-belt situation. I think
1: Okada I, I wins. If Okada wins it, he's the kind of dude, like, I and mean, it would totally devalue the IC belt to do this, but have him be like, because his whole, his whole line up until this point has been there's only one belt. The Intercontinental belt doesn't matter. The only belt that matters is the heavyweight championship belt. That's been his, that's been his whole thing. Yeah. So this is the only belt that matters. And Naito's felt that way for years, uh, and he's hated the IC belt because it stole his spotlight back in the day when they had the fan vote, right? So Naito's felt like the heavyweight belt is the only one that matters. And winning the Intercontinental belt is an insult to him and his career. And He hates the IC belt, although he's come back around it now because now it's his gateway to the heavyweight belt. And now he's gotten through that gateway. Now he's got to hit two home runs in a row, as he's been saying, and get both the IC belt and the heavyweight belt back to back.
0: What if he beats Naito and then just doesn't want the IC belt and just hands it back to Naito? I'm that's like, what, what I'm saying. Just I don't want this thing it. anyway. Yeah, just just tosses, tosses it aside. Onto his w- limp corpse after he's beat him. Oh, that man, would, that would be that so would, good.
1: But Well, that would also suck because it would totally illegitimize the IC belt. It would make it look like a lesser belt.
0: Naito's got to win tonight.
1: He has to I win do. tonight.
0: I know! Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Holy it's, shit. He right. really does. He really does. I've been, <sighs> been
1: calling it. For- Damn it, Gato! <laughs> I've been calling it for months. You Hal- son of a bitch! Don't blame Gato. This is beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, uh, so let's 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 assume Naito's winning, which I think he, he just absolutely he has to. If you if Naito loses here, people will burn down the Tokyo Dome at this point. Like they they can't screw over Naito twice in the main event of rest of Wrestle Kingdom. Like he, when Okada beat him last time, people were ready to riot. Do you remember that? Like it was like everyone thought it was destined that Naito was going to beat Okada, whatever it was, two years ago. Did if you they see do that how hard
0: Okada was hitting Ibushi last night, though? Can Naito take all of that? Oh, of course. Have you seen how hard Ibushi and Naito hit each other earlier this year?
1: Of course Naito can.
0: But he's, he's working the knee thing, too, from that match this morning. So Dude, I, I,
1: Naito's legs terrify me. Have you noticed they look like little parentheses when he walks? <laughs> like, he's just, his calves are so bowed out. Like, I don't know what he, what he did. Anyway, okay. all the, we di- all the Destinos. We digress. Um, what, do, what do we see them doing? I see them, I would like to see Naito, I would like to see Naito hold on to both belts at least till Dominion and then maybe drop the IC belt. Yeah. Um, which I, or it would be, would be an interesting story if the first belt he loses is the heavyweight belt and he's back to just having the IC belt. Like he was on the mountaintop and now he's back to his old hated belt, the IC belt. Like that would be kind of an interesting story for Naito.
0: Yeah. Stuck, stuck back with the IC. Yeah, run. yeah. And he goes back to hating it. Right? It's his maybe, uh, maybe his or, succubus.
1: <laughs> maybe or he's like, at least I have you, old friend.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, real quick, uh, as a quick aside, I don't. Do we need to do a pick for the losers' match tonight? Jay White and Ibushi.
1: No, we already did. We both said. Uh, um, Ibushi. Uh, I was supposed to say White's winning either way. I think. Hold on, let me pull it up. I've got it right here. Hurt. Her. We just need to get that on the
0: record if we haven't already.
1: Uh loser oh oh yeah <laughs> you're screwed. <laughs> loser of Okada Ibushi versus loser of J White Naito. So what we did was we based this on our pick for the first night. We went we were gamblers. We went all in. We said based on your outcome for the first night.
0: I picked Okada, who, didn't I?
1: You did. <laughs> you said Okada was gonna lose twice in a row. <laughs> Uh, whereas I said uh, oh sorry you said Okada's going to win tonight he's going to lose one night and then win the second night is yep. what you said yep. uh, I said White was going to win tonight so and I'm great I don't, I, I don't know I think Ibushi's getting his back tonight I do too because th- yep. he, they're not going to have 2-0 um, oh no no I, White is going to win because Abushi Ibushi beat him at the G1 so t- White's totally beating Ibushi tonight he's totally going get, to get back his uh, win from the G1 Oh, yeah. I'm totally winning this one tonight. All
0: right. Thank you, Andy, for that great question. Uh, Let's see. Next up, Martin. I have a figurative zoo at home. I have a cat, a bearded dragon, three tarantulas, and two goldfish. Can you name them for me? (laughs) The cat and goldfish after Legends. The bearded dragon and tarantulas after Current Wrestlers. All right, so we have to name a cat. And two goldfish. Well, the cat's legends.
1: A cat after a legend. He has to. Be, you have to call him Ernest the Cat Miller. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> Ernest Miller, come here, Ernest, Ernie. got you gotta, you gotta uh, call the cat Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, what else do we have? Cat two two goldfish. Two goldfish so, that are that are
0: legends. Bushwhackers. I don't know. Uh, Midnight well, Express. <laughs> do we have any orange? orange wearing tag we could oh sean michaels and janetti they had the pretty colors right
1: i was actually gonna say um name after the hollywood blondes
0: yeah all right
1: uh, you know uh, austin and pillman you yeah. two goldfish goldfish austin and pillman the hollywood blondes because they're they're gold fish <laughs> um I, I i'm sticking with that one i'm sticking with right. i'm sticking with hollywood blondes austin and, so we got ernest the cat miller austin and pillman the hollywood blonde goldfish
0: and we got to do a bearded dragon and three tarantulas. How do you? Well, why do you bearded, have three tarantulas, Martin? Is one not enough? So they can have a threesome, little spider threesome. Don't the females eat the males after those they? Those legs got to go
1: somewhere. Well, yeah, you have to have enough for them to eat. Uh, that's no, that's uh, praying mantises. Um, if you've never seen a tarantula shed its skin, it's the creepiest goddamn thing you've ever seen in your Stop life. Stop it.
0: Um, no, I'm. I'm literally have chill bumps. Don't do that.
1: Not a. Not I, a fan I of hate spiders. spiders.
0: No. Nope. Really. Indiana Jones is snakes. I'm spiders. No kidding. Yep. yep. And, and they're, I, they're everywhere in North Carolina. Like, you guys, don't, you guys out in California don't know spiders.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A tarantula is the size of your face, pal. You're going to uh, tell me yeah. I don't know spiders?
0: Yeah. Tarantulas don't build webs between your house and your car that you have to walk through every morning.
1: I don't know. We got some orb weavers <laughs> out here that are pretty gnarly. But y'all ain't seen nothing, Stop like, it. You ain't seen nothing like Australia, all right? No. Camel I saw spiders. I saw one of those trapdoor spiders they have out there. Uh, highly aggressive, live in urban areas. Build a funnel web spiders. Funnel web spiders. Yeah. Um,
0: They've got the trapdoor.
1: Yeah, and uh, they they live in urban areas. They love urban areas. They're about yay big. Yeah. And uh, a yay about four inches across. Um, and they their front fangs are long enough, sharp enough, and they have enough force behind them to pierce a leather boot and they're highly aggressive and highly venomous. They will mess you up. So y'all want to talk about spiders. I've been to Australia. There is no scarier place on this planet if you have a spider issue, arachnophobia, than Australia.
0: I almost didn't make it through the Lord of the Rings trilogy because of (laughs) Shelob. Like when I was reading the book in high school, I almost didn't finish the book because I got there and they were just, you know, Tolkien was just describing Shelob and i just i even thinking about it now takes me back to my childhood and remembering that yeah i don't do spiders um, let's see so we got to do a bearded I dragon i think she was
1: wasn't she based on yeah Oh, according to peter jackson shellab was inspired by the new zealand tunnel web spider yeah. which is very similar to uh, the funnel web over in australia So there you go buddy
0: uh, so what where were, where were we <laughs> oh bearded uh, dragon bea- bearded dragon and three tarantulas
1: bearded dragon's easy uh, you got to call him the, uh, the American Bearded Dragon, Daniel Bryan.
0: Yes. Back I was going to go Bryan with had American had Dragon. Beard. Yeah, American Bearded Dragon is better.
1: <laughs> American Bearded Dragon, Daniel Bryan. Even though he's shorn now. He is shorn now, but we can always remember the back in the days where he, was, he looked like the big old goat. Yeah. Uh, and then three tarantulas. I mean, do you call the tarantulas the good brothers? and name the them, Anderson, Anderson Gallows and, and AJ, the three tarantulas?
0: I'd call them the Hollies, because if, if one of them female, you have got Molly Holly and then Crash Holly, and what was the little guy?
1: That uh, Crash was little guy. Oh, Bob, sorry.
0: Bob Holly, Bob Holly, Bob Spark Holly and Crash Plug, Holly. Spark yeah. Plug, Bob Holly. The Hollies, there you go. Not they're not current. Oh, we got to do current wrestlers. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. uh, The new sorry. day, the new day, the new day is tarantulas. Yeah, come come back with me to the dark or side. the forgotten oh,
1: sons, the oh, forgotten oh, sons oh, for
0: crying out loud you got to have one big one that's Jackson Riker, and then you can have Blake and Cutler.
1: Jackson Spider?
0: Jackson Spider. Oh, uh,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on it.
0: What has happened to our wrestling show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're naming animals is what we're doing. Come on. It's not that hard.
0: Oh, God. Oh, this is fun. Martin, thank you very much. Hope you enjoy the names. And, or it could be, uh, what, about,
1: what about the uh, Undisputed Tarantula era? The Undisputed Tarantula. All tarantura.
0: right,
1: moving on. Tarantula. <laughs> Tarantula. The Undisputed Tarantula. Yeah. Although, I really, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of mad that the goldfish had to be uh, classics because I would have loved to name one of them Bobby Fish. Oh,
0: God. I'm just saying. Red <laughs> Sorry. <dragon. laughs> Thank you very much, Martin. Let us know if you decide to implement any of those. Uh, yeah, this is, and, that
1: was figurative, wasn't it? Or does he actually sh- have all those animals?
0: I, he has a figured. T- Oh, figurative zoo,
1: not literal. Do you uh, okay? If he really so wait, has do you actually three have all these all these critters? I I don't know. Martin, uh, get back to us. Do you actually yeah. have these critters? I mean, he said a, fi- a figurative zoo because a literal zoo would mean that he actually like shows it to people and charges them admission. A figurative zoo would mean that he has a lot of animals at home, but could actually have all these animals.
0: So I, I'm I'm interpreting it as he has all of these as pets in his home.
1: How does he have them all as pets and they're not named
0: yet? Uh, agreed. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't know. Thank you, Martin. That was fun. Uh, Next up, Marshall. Happy New Year and New Decade. Same to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, With movies with wrestlers in them, which movie do you put at the top of your list and which do you put as the absolute worst? Um, I'll jump in here and say there was one recently with Dolph Ziggler two years ago that I was pleasantly surprised that was actually really good. I cannot remember for the life of me the name of it, though. If If you guys in chat know, let me know. It was some movie... With Dolph Ziggler, where he was extremely good in it. Um, I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet to see how Roman Reigns did. I've got it uh queued up, ready to watch, but um yeah, worst one, I'd have to think about that one. Some of those John Cena Marine ones were awful.
1: Not ready to rumble. <laughs>
0: uh I don't know that I ever actually saw. I can't remember anything about that. One.
1: It's 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 the drizzling shits. That being said, <laughs> um, that being said, Hulk Hogan back in the day had like, what was it? Um, no holds barred with Zeus. That was actually watchable. It, it was, was terrible. It was an enjoyable terrible, movie. but it was watchable. I was I was yeah. thinking of um, uh, was it Mr. Nanny, where he where Hogan was the was the uh, babysitter dressed up in like the tutu, and the Rock had to go through the same thing later. I forget.
0: Uh, um, Countdown was that movie with Dolph Ziggler. Watch Countdown, and I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, Suburban
1: Commando with Hulk Hogan is oh, awful. Oh. Is awful. Or no? Oh, oh, what was the one with? Oh, um, uh, oh, uh, oh. Triple H did a horrible movie. Uh, the cover art is absolutely atrocious. The Chaperone. The Chaperone. Remember the, the Chaperone? Like like with the, the kids. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it was awful. I, if that didn't kill Triple H's wrestler uh, his movie career, then Blade 3 sure did.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> Oh.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um Ryan Reynolds was the only thing worth watching in Blade 3.
1: Agree. Well, Wesley Snipes is always great as Blade, but I'm sure. And and I'll watch Jessica Jessica um, what's her nuts? Um Jessica Biel. Yeah. I I I'd, I'd watch her eat a can of peanuts. Speaking of nuts. Um, <laughs> 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 um, as far as best movies with the wrestler in them I'm going to once again have to do an Ernest the Cat Miller reference because okay. he was in the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke and that is the best uh, that's see, not only the best movie about professional wrestling ever made that
0: movie is five star fantastic I did not know that, that, that he was actually in that one yeah, that movie. If you've not seen The Wrestler, guys, with Mickey Rourke, it's wow.
1: Also, um, the guy that Mickey Rourke faces in that death match in there is Necro Butcher, who's an actual death match guy. Oh,
0: no shit. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I have to go back and watch that. Give me a scalp, <laughs> twist my arm <laughs> to go back and watch. the
1: huh. <laughs> 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 Throwing down the knowledge. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, I'm trying to think of one of the ones that The Rock was in. And he's had several that have just been fantastic. But one of my little hidden gems that I love is um, the one with Sean oh. uh, Duda. Is it Rundown? The Rundown. I think is the name of it.
1: Uh, oh, my God. He, Get out
0: of here, It's so monkey. fun. Yeah, the monkey. Get out of here. They're, they're
1: both paralyzed. and They're lying on the ground. All they can move is their well, lips.
0: They ate they like the uh, yeah. psychedelic cactus or whatever it was, something like yeah, that.
1: They're, like, they're paralyzed on the ground, and the monkey's come and hump them. Yeah, yeah. That's his, That was his second movie. That was his second movie ever after Scorpion King. Yeah, uh, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Can't not uh, throw some love to Predator. Um, oh, Jesse the Body. Oh, um, and Running yeah. Man,
1: and Running Man with Jesse the Body.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Predator is one of the greatest action movies ever made, hands down. Hard yeah. full stop. My God, was McTiernan on a roll then, or what? He did yeah, Predator he and Die Hard back to back, back to back. Predator and Die Hard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: He he'll he'll live off the royal he's lived off the royalties of those two films for the last three, thirty years. It's, you know? it's
1: almost paid his legal fees for all the <laughs> shit he got into recently. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, uh we're not talking about
1: we're not talking about movies like that. We're yeah. talking about movies with wrestlers in them. Um I'm trying to think of what oh oh my God, they live with Roddy Piper.
0: Oh, of course. That That's movie's fun.
1: Unbe- and it holds up unbelievably well. Yeah. For a movie that is nearly like what is it? Thirty-five years old now, it's still completely relevant. It is hundred percent relevant right now. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, they live. Mother of God. Um, Brian in the in the chat. B. Rye says in the chat. Terry Funkin Roadhouse. Amen, son. Amen. Well to Terry done. Funkin.
0: Amen yes. to
1: Terry Funkin Roadhouse. Well said. Well said, indeed. Uh, that's a great call. I actually had Roadhouse on the bar the other night. Mm.
0: What a fantastic movie that is. God, that that, that movie just never gets old. I (laughs) I will watch that movie any given time.
1: Dude, how slept on was Swayze back in the day? He could do no wrong back in the day. I mean, between like like with the women with Ghost and and Dirty Dancing and then with the dudes with Point Break and Roadhouse. Like, come on. Come on. And then he can outdance Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live.
0: I think he Rest was peace, um, part of the last generation of great movie stars. So we've got Tom Cruise, Denzel. Uh, we had some Eddie Murphy in there for a while, but if you look at this, that the class of like the generation uh, that w- we're kind of down to Tom Cruise and Denzel now. Like if you think about like great,
1: movie oh stars. like eighties, eighty like, like top m- movies.
0: People, like, you movie I, stars. you don't know anything about the movie, but I'm gonna go see that new Tom Cruise movie. I'm gonna go see that new Denzel movie. Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see a movie because a person's in it, not because of what the movie's about. Right. That's what I'm, that's, that's that's, what I'm that's referring to. That's the definition to. of a movie star. Is, they, Patrick they, Swayze was one of those.
1: They, they, their existence brings you in the door. Right. Yeah. Are there any wrestlers that you think that are like that, that like just because of oh, I mean, The Rock, obviously, is yeah. the only genuine, bona fide movie star that I can think that's come out of pro wrestling? Like, genuine, bona fide, became a movie star that would draw people, like a guy that was a draw. Because Hulk Hogan never became that. They didn't go watch yeah. Rocky three because of Hulk Hogan. They didn't go Rock, watch.
0: Rocky's the only one that's crossed the chasm. I mean, Cena had potential, still has a little bit of potential, but he's he still a got too, potential. He's still too a little hammy, and he's well, still too a little bit corny. To yeah. he's, you know, he's doing the the shit with Trainwreck with Amy Schumer where he's the hookup and just,
1: um, uh, and then he's with-
0: doing this comedy. They're they're running him through the formula. He's doing the comedy fireman movie right yeah. now, and
1: he's got to be careful he doesn't get stuck in that though. He was in, yeah. he was in, was he was he was in Daddy's Home too. Like he's got to be careful he doesn't get stuck in the in the formula of um, those kind of comedies because as much as as good as he is at those, and as you know, he's got so much more to give, and he's got to look for that. Like the one where what was the name of it? Was it The Wall? Uh, the one where he plays the um, the downed soldier that is that he's got to like talk a sniper through. Covering him, uh, it was a pretty crazy movie. I, 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 did, I
0: did see that, yeah.
1: Yeah, like that kind of stuff. He's really good at playing a military guy for multiple obvious reasons. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so okay, lots of talk about oh, wrestling. Oh, Marshall, movies.
0: Batista, thank you very much. One of my They're, favorite movies of the last but decade. he's not – the don't, two Guardians I, films.
1: I would argue he's not a draw yet. He's still a supporting actor for the most part, whether it's yeah. Blade Runner or, or Spectre or um, even Guardians. the Guardians films. Like, did Stuber open that big? I don't think it did. Not really. Because that was, that was his it's leading a Netflix man movie, point. I thought, wasn't it? No, it came out in theaters. Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know if he's officially a bona fide it's a funny movie. movie star yet. Like, he's definitely... He's probably the, one of the biggest guys out there who's ever done it who, who was a wrestler uh, in terms of his success. In terms of the movies he's been in, for sure. I mean Him you look and at Rock
0: the, right now, currently, yeah. Or, total
1: gross of movies that you were in... Rock's the
0: uh, highest-paid male movie star today in the world. Yeah, period. no, he's,
1: he's, he's bona fide. But I'm saying if you take if Rock has Rock's gotta have the number one in terms of overall movie gross for movies he was in between Final the Fa- Final Fantasy, ha! Fast and the Furious, hello, Fast and the Furious, and um uh, uh uh GI Joe and all the rest of it, um, Jumanji, like he's he's killing it. Uh, but Batista's up there too because he's been in so many movies that grossed so much. He just wasn't the star, not yet. So he's not, in my opinion, a proven bona fide movie star in the way that we're talking about. Um, he is a big success. He's had a ton of success in movies. And uh, th- they are talked about in two very different ways here in La La Land, here in sunny Southern California. They're talked about in two very different ways. Someone who can be in a movie that is successful and you know do their part well. Uh, and someone who is a leading actor who is a movie star. It's, it's the way you think about it in WWE, there can be only one the guy, right? One or two the guys, guys who can headline WrestleMania, and then there's guys who are perennially mid carters.
0: Right. So. Right. Welcome to our movie podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ian and I have a, can talk movies all day. Uh, in fact, when we would go at the bar, we'd hang out with, um, shout out to Andy and Evans. You know, we would just talk movies for Movie hours. Guys. I have another podcast
1: about movies, for God's sake. And it's just about one particular genre of movies. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Marshall, for the question. That's a good one.
1: I, I drink uh, and I know things.
0: Yes. Uh, next up, The Champ, Brian Average, asks, hey guys, just want to say Happy New Year to you and everyone else. Happy New Year to you, Champ. Uh, also, I wanted to remind everyone, I ended the decade as your... BWO Pickham's champion and plan on continuing my reign into the next decade. My New Year's resolution the is to not only decade. retain my yeah. Oh, he means my, 20s. He
1: means the twenties. He doesn't mean the thirties. Okay, just yeah, checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he says my New Year's resolution is not is to not only retain my title at the Royal Rumble, but to also make sure I also beat Nick since he did truly have the highest point total at Survivor Series. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sun even sun even shines on a dog's ass from time to time. Uh, like Becky needs to beat Oscar to erase that blemish. I need to do the same for my title reign. Oh, by the way, did you know Becky's engaged to Seth Rollins? Do you know Charlotte? Was that his question? Do you know Nikki Bella? Yeah. Yes we, did
1: you, yes, we didn't know that.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> we they aware. are? Oh, my God. I didn't even know. Oh, wow.
1: Jeez. Oh, wow, yeah. They've that actually been awesome. pretty good at not mentioning that recently because, you know, Seth's like their, one of their big heels and Becky is kind of their number one of their number one faces. So they've actually been pretty good about v. not saying that. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see if that stays the case. Um,
0: yep. We'll see you at Royal Rumble, champ. Also I, I know also,
1: I know that they, they both, Seth and Becky, were really unhappy with how that was handled in the summer. Like, they were both unhappy that that was brought up as a, as a plot line. They felt it was kind of a bungled angle, and, and the whole thing was screwed up. So it's actually a joke that, like, we still make, and it's still funny, I think. Uh, but it's becoming less and less relevant and yep. less, less true. Like, they've actually been pretty good at not talking about it at all.
0: By the so. way, since I've got the patrons here, a uh, quick little note. We've been having some issues with our merch supplier. There's a reason the stuff hasn't been sent out yet for Survivor Series, it's some businessy type stuff that we've been dealing with. Plus, we're working on transitioning to pro wrestling tees. I know I owe you guys all that stuff. The stickers and uh, Champ will get you your exclusive shirt and all that, but I'm trying to. We've waited this long. I'm trying to wait till we get to the transition to pro wrestling tees, so I can send you that. So it has the nice pro wrestling tees logo in the shirt and all that good stuff, and it's a higher quality shirt. So, Uh
1: damn, that, uh, damn, that damn, that damn logo.
0: Yep, on the shirt. Uh, so the, the,
1: the bad one with me giving the eyeballs. Uh,
0: yes, that's uh, not going. That's not. That's not going on the shirt though, is it? That's going on the sticker.
1: Is that the sticker? Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is just per- so
0: because everybody beat you except except Andy shut up well and uh, Abraham Castillo
1: who Thank got uh, yeah who got uh, the the dog Ziggler booby prize
0: right he got his already but I, I feel bad I just wanted to give you guys a, a heads up on some of that stuff uh, there's some businessy type stuff on the back end that's uh, hasn't been working so well so oh stay God. tuned I know Brian, we you Brian, guys all that stuff
1: Brian is actually in the chat right now and he said Becky turns heel this year wedding at SummerSlam oh. Damn you Romans in the cake. He comes work. out. He's been having an affair with Becky the entire time.
0: That could work. Oh, my God.
1: No. Oh, God. look what you did. You made Nick Nick book. Don't do it. No. <laughs> no. no. Don't give him any. Don't give him any.
0: <laughs> Thank uh, you, champ. And uh, we'll see you at Royal Rumble. Uh, next up, Josh asked, do you guys see Ring of Honor lasting through the year or is the writing on the wall for them? Uh, I think I've said all I need to say about Ring of Honor. I would not be surprised if WWE just wrote a small check and just absorbed the talent um, and the library. They've got an awesome library of content for the last decade.
1: Jesus, can you imagine?
0: I, it, it I would, wouldn't I, be that big of a check either at this point, to be honest with you. Um, I think Impact is the bigger fish. I wouldn't be surprised if the cons had their eyes on Impact. Impact
1: um, is currently owned by a huge company that's trying to I build know. them. I don't think. I, that, I, I think that Ring of Honor is way more in trouble than Impact right now.
0: Vince um, could sneeze and buy Ring of Honor, you know.
1: But would they sell? And that's the real question right now. Um, so, yeah, you're I mean, not you're, that's if you're, if You can't
0: draw five thousand people to a pay per view. It, it's the writing's on the wall. And but we
1: said the same thing about TNA, and somehow TNA kept coming back from the dead. I just don't know if Ring of Honor has the same, uh, what is it, ability to resurge the way that Impact did. Yeah,
0: but TNA was borrowing they- from Peter to pay Paul, and it was all kinds of, there were some shady dealings going on, and just, it just.
1: Well, it sounds like Ring of Honor is, is a shit show right now, too, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, yeah. is the writing on the wall? Uh, never say never in wrestling. Again, like just after everything that happened with TNA, where people were declaring them dead time and time and time again, I never say never. Could Ring of Honor come back? Yes. Could they be dead by the end of the year? Could they be dead the next six months? Yes. Could they be dead by next week? Yes. Yes, they could.
0: Yeah. Uh, last but certainly not least, Esme. Esmeralda. Yes. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you, Esme. Uh, she was up
1: late with us last night in the chat. Yes, she was. Hey, uh, a, troop, a lot of
0: you guys, troopers. troopers, for hanging with us. Yeah, we'll we'll Jesse, be back tonight. And midnight Andy's, Eastern, 9 Pacific. We're back at uh, it again. Night I'll be two. at work. Don't spoil it for me, you I'll animals. I'll be there. I'll be there with you guys. Uh, yeah. Watch night one, sleep for like four hours, record uh, four hours of three, four hours of show. I'll be up editing and posting and doing all of that just in time for the midnight <laughs> night cool. two to start. And I'll be yeah. up until six or seven again.
1: You want to trade? Uh, I got eight hours of, of giving people drinks and dealing with drunks. and
0: All right. I- that's fair. Yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut up. Okay. As uh, we ask, if Sonya Deville decides not to renew her contract, where should she go? Uh, does she have the capability to be a top woman in another promotion? You Ooh.
1: know, it's funny. I haven't seen enough of her to know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think she's good. I think she's very good. And She's obviously she's she's performance center trained, and they really do seem to put out some pretty solid talent for the most part or people that have a good head on their shoulders. Where does she go? Um, I mean, AEW, Lord knows they could use her. They could use someone like Sonya Deville who's got the WWE slickness to her. Um, and they could do a lot with her story-wise that WWE shouldn't or can't. Um, so, AEW would be my first thought or impact
0: um impact is the one i was going to say
1: i think the ceiling might be a little bit tight at impact uh for someone like sonia definitely not japan um no. although she i mean yeah maybe not i mean she actually could do some work in in stardom um she, i think she actually could do pretty good in stardom but you know obviously i don't think with any of these it has to be one obviously with, uh, impact and AEW might sign her to like an exclusive contract but if she goes to stardom she could work there in a few other places as well um i think she would need to build up some indie cred i like if not if not aew i think she should go build up some indie cred like kind of like cody did um to just you know as a wwe wrestler coming out of wwe with pretty much only wwe experience you've got to go get the indie kids on your
0: side i could see her going down to nxt if anything you know?
1: Well, I, I, she's as of leaving WWE in general, right? Oh,
0: okay. Well, so Ananda, okay. The contract yeah, expires. Im, Im, impact would be my choice. Not renewed. Have Future her endeavor. go over with Tessa and Taya, and um. Uh, I
1: think Taya's coming to
0: WWE. I, I do. I think that writing's on the wall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we'll see.
0: She'll fit but, in well. Um,
1: yeah. So I know. I, th- I think. I uh, think Sonya to AEW. I'm not going to say you heard it here first. I'm not going to say that yet because that's well. For one, she hasn't. You know. She hasn't gotten out of her contract. And two, I don't know if that would be the place.
0: I also yeah. think she's really comfortable right now. Oh, hell yeah. I don't, I don't know if she's leaving. I don't know if she's going. I would actually bet that she stays and even take less money. And, but I think she's renewing. I, I don't think she's going. I don't in.
1: think she's going to take less money. I mean, you know, she's, on TV. I she's on. on TV fairly regularly. She's in a, uh, generally speaking. If you look at top to bottom, how the statistics of everyone in that company she's in a pretty good place yeah. compared to a lot of women in that company. She's on TV. She's on the main roster. She's got a fairly established character. Um, she's probably pulling down, you know, a few hundred thousand a year. Um, not having to work her body as hard as some of the higher ups on the card. Uh, I mean, that doesn't suck. Like in, in the wrestling business, that kind of consistency and that kind of money that does not suck at all. That's some, that's amazing. Um, it's the reason why so many people in WWE are comfortable going out and we're screaming, Hey guy, you gotta push Tony Deville, you gotta push her. And she's sitting there going, Yo, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just happy to have a job. I'm on TV every so often. There's an action figure of me. I'm good. Like, push me, don't push me, have me get pinned every week. I don't care. I'm living, I'm living good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be not everyone has to be ambitious to be at the top of the card to you know, in modern WWE.
0: No, so somebody's got to eat all that catering they order. You know, and her and Mandy love fried chicken, so that's what. Oh yeah, it's a whole running thing. They they when they're on the road, they always stop for fried chicken. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't I don't you, watch. Oh, I'm, Total you don't Divas. watch Total Divas? I don't watch Total Divas, Nick. <laughs> Jesus, it's one of the ways the girls and I bond over wrestling. Uh huh. Or the girl and I, not the girls.
1: Like I was gonna say. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm
0: tired. Woo! Really tired, uh, Esther. If
1: you heard that, it was a Freudian slip. Uh, Nick did not mean to say her. <laughs> he meant here, you and you know, uh, the you and uh, the other uh, you. The, you know, the uh, 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 Nick, help me here. Don't you have a, like do you have like a female goldfish or something? Oh, um, no. You and It was her and Naya. Her and the Naya Jack statue. Uh,
0: yeah, that's what you meant. I also yeah. don't want to give off the impression that I watch TV with with Naya. That's Holdings. even worse.
1: Holding her in your arms. No. You know, it's got, it's like Tommy Dreamer and ECW got one arm around Esther, one arm around Naya.
0: I'll tell no. both. No. I'll take them both. God, no, please. No. Yep. We're going to figure out one day how that Naya shrine comes down. So help me God.
1: Hey, if, uh, the only way that Naya shrine goes down. Dot, dot, dot. Praising. Moving on. Oh,
0: God. Thank you guys so much for all your questions. Uh, I believe that was the last one. Let me give it a quick little refresh here and make sure nobody else snuck one in real quick. Nope, that was the last one. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Like I say, we will be back tonight, uh, midnight Eastern, 9 Pacific, for the pre-show of on, Wrestle Kingdom 14 on Night 2 on our Discord community. You have to hang out in there. Uh, we definitely... five. Andy says 5,000 subs, Nia Shrine comes down. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we're at 450, so yeah. I like that it's number, be... Andy. I like that number I, a lot. I like your ambition. Yes, uh, I, me I, too. I, I love I the, uh, the positive attitude.
1: <laughs> I, hate, I have that positive. Hey, I will absolutely let that Nia Shrine come down at 5,000. Absolutely. Right.
0: Mark here it here, is. guys. Mark it here. 5, January 4th, 2020. <laughs> is it the 4th? It's the 5th today. It, today's the t- – this morning was the 4th. Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th, 2 a.m. Oh. 4th. Okay, Today's so, man,
1: sorry, that Mankind match was was 21 years ago today. I thought it was the fifth. I don't know what day it is.
0: <laughs> I've kind of lost track to being off and on vacation. Uh, like, all right, I don't let's know get what out. to do with myself. Let's get out of here now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to us today. Thank you for joining us on our patrons. message: uh, uh, Where are we? Our patrons... <laughs> patron mailbag episode uh thank you for joining us as nick was saying come join us tonight on discord for wrestle kingdom night two we will be back on tuesday at five pacific eight o'clock eastern with another live show on youtube you can find us there please subscribe tell everyone you know to subscribe because the more subscribers we have on youtube the more cool stuff unlocks the more cool stuff we can do and the better we get if you're not now a patron sign up there as well because you will be helping us to make this show grow and get better and do lots more things we got the plans we got things we want to do we got we can we can help and thank you to all of us uh all you guys who are currently patrons who are helping us do that right now uh nick what did i miss
0: uh, that's about it. Uh, oh, I'll, save you guys, hey. I'll save you guys the, the typical diatribe and just say links to all of the stuff in the description below if you're on YouTube and in the show notes of the podcast uh, if you're listening on, in the audio. Uh, we'll just do this and get out of here. My name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude.
1: And I am Sir and Dangerous. You can find me on Twitter at Sir and Dangerous.
0: But by God! Somebody stop the damn back.